You are listening to Present Truth Ministries Radio, telling the world that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Welcome to PTM Radio. I'm your host, Brother Jason DeMars, and I wanted to remind everyone, you can find us on the web at ptmradio.com. You can also call us and leave a message with a testimony, a question, or some feedback at 612-293-6846. And we have the pleasure today to have a missionary with us, missionary to Ethiopia. It's uh, his. We call him Brother Bus. I'll have him introduce himself and give his full name in a moment here, but uh, I'm just excited to have him on, and we're grateful for what the Lord is doing through his ministry there. So uh, welcome, Brother Bus, and introduce yourself. Yeah, thank you, Brother Jason. Uh, well, my name is uh, Busobozi Talemoa. Mm-hmm. Uh, many, many people call me Brother Bus. Uh, I think just because the, the name, my name is too long. <laughs> yeah. It's easier. Yeah, but yeah, sure. It's easier that way. Uh, but I'm I'm glad to be on. Yeah, thank you so much. And where are you originally from? Well, I'm originally from uh, uh, in a place called Mitiana. Mm-hmm. That's where it's about 150 kilometers from uh, the capital city of, of Uganda, which is Kampala. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where we uh, uh, where we came from. Uh, but now currently in Ethiopia. Okay, wonderful. Who was your pastor there in, in Mitiana? That, does the name of the city sounds very familiar? Yeah, sure. The, the pastor there is Brother Leo. Uh, yes, yes. Brother Leo Ruhabwoba. The other name is also quite hard. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so uh, I think you've also been in touch with him. So he's yes. our pastor down there. Mm-hmm. And it's been for uh, since we came to the message, actually. Wonderful. Fine, brother. Fine, brother. Um sure. How did so tell us how you came to the message? Wow, well, it's a long testimony, <laughs> brother Justin. <laughs> well, uh, I'm sure you wouldn't have a lot of time to uh, record all the testimony or to hear all the testimony, but yeah. I just tried to give a highlight. Perfect, that'd be great. Uh, back in my home, you know, I just said I'm from Mitiana, but actually, we uh, we came uh, ways away in another town after Mitiana. Okay. deeper in, in, into the country, that is Mubende, and it's also in the west of of, uh, of Kampala. So uh, uh, there was uh, this neighboring family that was always, you know, always they challenged me, uh, even though I was young at the time, uh-huh. I was much interested in the things of God and the truth. And mm-hmm. uh, this family had a small girl that told me that they, they are the bride and they're they are going in the rapture. Mm. Uh, that the message they believe is is the only truth. So without having a clue on what this message is, my heart leaped for more. But my family, being a religious family, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't have a chance to uh, get to hear more at that time. Uh, but what I can say that the seed of God was there in me and, and God was paving a way for me mm-hmm. to uh, uh, come to the message. And as the Bible says, that it's the Lord, the, the the footsteps of the righteous man is ordered of the Lord, and I'm sure God was leading my and directing my footsteps at that time. So in early 2006, I began a school uh, that is about 70 kilometers from Kampala, away from home. And, uh, you know, circumstances at that time uh, made my parents to ask a family friend to have me stay with them and as I attended school. 
Okay. So you won't believe uh, that these were not only believers of the message, mm -hmm. but it was a family of a pastor of the message in that town called Mitiana. Uh -huh. I just mentioned to you. Yes. So, uh, but that day was just starting uh, the fellowship in in this town. Okay. My mother warned me, you know, when we came to Brother Leo's house, he warned me, he said that these people believe in a man called William Branham and I should be very careful about them and their God is this man. Oh. So I, you know, I, I, I comforted my mom and, and told her, you know, to take heart because I was very staunch in our religion and, and told her she shouldn't, uh, you know, be worried. And yeah. because you know, our, our father is a, my father at that time was also a priest okay. uh, in the in the Anglican Church uh -huh. of Uganda. So you know, I told my mom I shouldn't be worried uh, about you know what these people believe mm -hmm. uh, because I know right where I am and I know what I stand for. I'm very staunch in this Anglican faith. Mm -hmm. Well, for several months, Brother Leo and and, and another brother Paul, uh, Brother Paul was a police officer, so met me every evening after uh, school to share the word with me. Mm -hmm. and the more they shared, the better the word was revealed, you know, for me at that time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So as my custom was, I would visit my denominational church every early morning for a mass, and you know, it just goes for about, uh, let's say, 40 minutes to one hour. Okay. Uh, and then later in the in the afternoon, I would visit Brother Leo's uh, church. I was staying at Brother Leo. Brother Leo happened to be, like I said, our family friend, and he was uh, passing the message. My mom had warned me not to join them or believe whatever they're saying. Mm -hmm. But now that living with them i would just go to our church very early in the morning and then i come and uh, join brother uh, leo's fellowship uh, in in the in the afternoon or well, let's, should, yeah. let's take a quick break thank you for All listening right. to ptm radio and we'll be right back messagehub.info is a website that is gathering all the sermons of Brother Branham, both in English and that have been translated into languages around the world. I'm looking at the website right now, and I can see that there are sermons in Arabic, Armenian, Farsi, Spanish, Italian, Indonesian, Afrikaans, Polish, Russian, Hindi, Greek, all these languages that the message has been translated to. So you can go and you can get access to those. If you meet someone who speaks Arabic, you can go in and pull up the Arabic and you can look and see that there are four sermons there. There's the invisible union of the bride of Christ and Christ is the mystery of God revealed and attract churches that conquer the laity as well as a resume of the ages. So this is a wonderful a website and a wonderful resource that you can use in order to spread the message of Malachi 4. Welcome back to PTM Radio. Uh, we have Brother Bus with us, and uh, pick up where you left off right there, Brother Bus. Yeah, so one day, you know, on Sunday morning, I... Uh... I went, I went, I couldn't believe my eyes and my ears when I heard this phrase uh, while I was attending now my church there, uh, my Anglican church. I had a phrase, you know, in the creed that they used to, uh, we used to sing. The phrase, the, the phrase went, I believe in the Holy Catholic Church. Uh -huh. So in, so when I heard that, uh, in the, that, that very same day, I couldn't believe I was the one witnessing an infant baptism in that same service as conducted by a woman priest. So the realization that this was not only wrong, but also a woman assuming a wrong place. Mm -hmm. In addition, that I was baptized this way. 
it was then that my head started to buzz as a swarm of bees and I, and I had a little small voice twice mm. within you know that voice said talemwa find the nearest exit and leave this place oh, now just notice brother Jason, that we are in a church the service is going on uh, there's a woman baptizing a baby just behind you know in the baptistry mm -hmm. with small little water and pouring the little water on, on the baby's face mm -hmm. And, you know, many things and, you know, I had already known because I was hearing the message that these things are not right. So my head started to buzz within me. And, yeah. you know, and then that, that's when the, that little voice came, you know, that find the nearest exit and leave this place. <laughs> so immediately I found the nearest exit and rest off to Baraleo's church. Mm. You know, it was here that I found a preacher talking about the mother of Harlots and her daughters. Oh my. You know, the preacher preached as though it was the end of, of life. <laughs> With everyone hollering a man. And I thought this is the right place to be and this is the truth you know i was moved you know that same voice that had come to me before uh while i was in in the other church returned and said stand up raise both your hands and de declare that you now believe this message to be the truth mm. and i want you to remember that this by this by the time this came was after a while mm -hmm. of hearing the message being told but never come to a realization just like, uh, uh, you know, it had never struck me like it had, it had struck me this time. Mm -hmm. So then this voice came to me, now in a message church, after hearing this preacher preaching like it was the end of his life, and then the voice said, <laughs> stand up, raise up both your hands, and, and, and say that you now believe this message to be the truth. Oh, so the devil also tried to resist it, but, but God gave me victory. I did just like the voice instructed me. Uh -huh. It was the same day that I demanded to be baptized in the, in the true Bible way, Amen. Uh, you know, in much water in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. There, my brother, my journey of faith in the message of, uh, of the hour began to date. Oh, and wonderful. So I came to the message and, uh, you know, there's much, like I said, there's much more I can be able to share, but yeah. just a little highlight. No, oh, that's a blessing. I... Thank you. Appreciate it. And, and so how did the Lord begin to call you to the ministry? Uh, it goes back to the uh, early years in my life, Brother Justin, mm -hmm. you know, being a, a son of a priest in the Anglican church, my mm -hmm. father was, like I said, mm -hmm. I had a privilege of not only studying the Bible deeply from a tender age, mm -hmm. but also at uh, age 13, started staying with a bishop at, at his request, the bishop of the church, as do I at that time. Mm -hmm. uh, it was during the same year, that was, I think, around 2004, at dinner in the home of, of the bishop, that he looked me straight in the eyes and asked, uh, Talemoa, can you preach? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was shocked. I mean, this is a bishop, a doctor of theology. And I, I've never gone to any theological school. I don't know anything. <laughs> but just, I don't know what sparked him off asking me this, but just looked me straight in the eyes. I was 13 years at the time. He said, Talemoa, can you preach? <laughs> so I was startled and, I, and, I, and without thought, found myself answering him that by the grace of God, I can. So excited at my answer, the bishop instructed me that I would uh, be the preacher at the morning during one of the many trips he took around the diocese. Mm -hmm. As soon as I had that, I lost my appetite. You know, it was <laughs> evening, I lost my appetite. We were at the dining table, I just lost my appetite. You know, later I went and locked myself up in my room and the whole night was in prayer and searching the scriptures, waiting on God for inspiration on what I would speak on the next morning. Mm -hmm. So God visited me in that room, Brother Jason, and gave me Galatians chapter 3, verse 1, which after I read uh, and preached for several uh, minutes to a congregation of about 300, I think, uh, at a time in attendance, several came 
uh, on the altar for prayer and surrendering their life to Christ. Hmm. So now in the Anglican church, you know, this is quite amazing, brother. You know, <laughs> people don't just come up and they say they no, are no. giving life to Christ. Uh, but here is a 13 year old, you know, ministering to uh, uh, 300 people and, and, and several people come to the altar that they want to give their life to Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, after preaching, you know, Galatians chapter three, verse one. Wow. So the bishop of course came and prayed over them, and 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 that that was it. Wow. So uh, for two years, I traveled and preached alongside uh, the bishop until the message came my way. Wow. Uh, nevertheless, you know, this was my call to the ministry, and 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 there was no turning back. In the message, I started to minister uh, a year later after my baptism. Okay, it was not a man, but God Himself vindicating the call as he would show me, you know, in the vision by night, mm-hmm. and the pastor, Brother Leo, would ask me to go to the exact place, such as God had showed me. Mm-hmm. You know, this continued for two straight years, until wow. the pastor would simply call me on the phone and say, I hope you know where to go. You know, it was so real, Brother Jason, that <laughs> I, I didn't even ever ask to preach. When I came in the message, I just was like, of course, I'll never preach again. I'll never, you know, uh, you know, go out, you know, to preach the message again, because now that I've come to the message, it is ways higher uh, higher revelation i know nothing so i just have to sit and be told and uh, mm. but soon you know after that uh, in the night god would just come to me by vision in the night and i would see myself where i would preach how it means and everything how it would be uh, and then i would share with my friends or my brothers that i was with at, at that time and then they would tell me if it's from the lord it will happen so just let yeah. it go pray about it and let it go amen and then brother leo would tell me uh, i'd love you to to stand and minister for uh, our Friday or our, our Saturday evening service, and everything that I had seen would happen. Wow. And, you know, brother, Leo got used to that, so <laughs> after a while, he just called me and said, I hope you know what to do. I hope you know where to go. And it just, <laughs> it just was exactly like I had seen. I would just tell him, yes, I know where to go. I hope it is such and such a place, and then he would say, exactly, right to the door. And, you know, that happened Wonderful. for about two years. I trust that the Lord was trying to uh, confirmed to me that, you know, the call that he had given me when I was, I believe, before the foundation of the world, but, Amen. you know, came to reality when I was in the Anglican church. And mm-hmm. now that I'm in the message, uh, that was surely a reality and it was him and not just myself or my mm-hmm. family of my feelings. Exactly. And that's how I came to the ministry, brother. Yeah. And Wonderful. Yeah, you know, Let's take a quick we- break and we'll come back and we'll talk about the uh, missions work and where you're at right now. So... Thank you for listening to PTM Radio. We'll be right back. Would you commit to praying for a PTM missionary working in the Middle East today? You can become a PTM missionary prayer sponsor by going to our website, presenttruthmn.com slash missionary dash prayer dash sponsor go there and sign up today you can stand with your brothers who are standing for the message that God sent to us through the ministry of brother Branham in the Middle East they are serving on the front lines in the Middle East facing many difficulties we consider it the final frontier where the message must go before God turns back to dealing with the Jewish people and these faithful workers for God are active in church planting, evangelism, Bible and message books distribution, and pastoring. Their ministries vary, but they all face the same risk of persecution and suffering. They ask for your prayers. So go to our website, presenttruthmn.com, 
and go under missionary updates and you'll see missionary prayer sponsors and sign up to be a prayer sponsor today. We will send you a magnet that you can place on your refrigerator and it will remind you every day to pray for a missionary, very specific missionary in the Middle East. It'll have their name, their ministry, a little bit of their testimony, and three specific prayer points that you can lift up to God on a daily basis. We thank you so much, and may God richly bless you. Welcome back to PTM Radio. I want to remind everyone you can hear, find us on the web at ptmradio.com. And any feedback, questions you might have, you can call us at 612-293-6846. God bless you, Brother Bus. Been enjoying listening to your testimony and how the Lord has dealt with you to bring you to the ministry. So talk to me, talk to me about how the Lord called you to Ethiopia. Uh, well, my brother, Jason, uh, God is sovereign. Yeah. And what I can say is that he knows how to call, how to lead, and how to guide the footsteps of his own. Mm -hmm. You know, if only we can let him, I'm sure, and I've seen and I've attested that God can do that. I have learned to trust him and look up to him in all things. You know, when I believe the message, I received a burden from the Lord to reach out to the souls, you know, that haven't heard the message. As a result, I made a, a blog of my uh, of my testimony, which in 2008 I named the youth message site. I don't know if you have uh, ever been or seen the website. A while back, I have been on there. Yeah. Yeah, sure. The youthmessagesite.org. Uh -huh. So I just started it as a testimony of how I came to the message because I was enthused. You know how God revealed this message to me. So then I uh, made up in you know, a blog of my testimony, and then later just failed to reach out to the young people. Uh, all over the world about, you know, tell, tell them about the message. So by God's grace, I traveled across Africa, taking the entire message to as many as God would uh, make uh, me cross my path, you know. But little did I know that the Lord wanted to send me to Ethiopia. I, I didn't know anything. I didn't know the plans of God. Mm -hmm. uh, the first person I spoke to about this, this about this desire was Brother Leo, my pastor. Mm -hmm. prayed, you know, he prayed with me in 2012. Mm -hmm. The desire... I had grew to, into a burden. You know, I, I started you know, reading the Bible, you know, how it all started. I was just reading the Bible and, you know, everywhere I'm reading, every, almost I'm seeing Ethiopian Genesis, I'm seeing Ethiopia. So I kind of picked a design in Ethiopia. Mm -hmm. And uh, when uh, uh, we have visiting ministers come along and, you know, they preach and they say something about Ethiopia. So it was like God was just trying to draw my attention to, uh, to Ethiopia. Yeah. So I this desire now started to grow into a burden. I now started to share this with everyone whilst looking for contacts in Ethiopia, but in vain. Mm -hmm. One thing that really moved me is uh, is that whenever I would take the Bible in my uh, devotions, you know, like I said, I, I read about Ethiopia, and this really made me start seriously praying for the Lord to open the door. Mm -hmm. The fact that I had discovered there was no church made the burden to grow stronger. Yeah, I shared the burden with um, uh, my fiance then, Sister Rebecca, and asked her to pray for the Lord to provide financially and also to open the door for us to uh, uh, into the country. Mm -hmm. If it was, you know, God's will to prove that this was originating from him and not just my feeling. Amen. So we put it before the Lord and left it at the altar. Uh, now, I had two things, two things that I placed before the Lord. I needed God to provide financially 
and I also need go to open a door, at least a contact. Mm -hmm. uh, so two years later, in January, uh, I planned for my wedding. And uh, it's a long testimony, uh, it's a long story, but you know, God confirmed it uh, that Brother Tim Dodd was supposed to do my wedding. I shared it with my pastor. Mm -hmm. that God has confirmed to me that Brother uh, Tim Dodd, you know, God showed it to me. Uh, and I said, well, it's hard. He's in Canada. I'm in Africa. But if it's God, he will come and do my wedding. Now, Amen. now remember, this has nothing to do with Ethiopia. It's just him to come and do my wedding. Yeah. And he doesn't know I have a burden to go to Ethiopia. I don't know that he has a desire for um, uh, about anything to do with Ethiopia. But, mm -hmm. you know, God leads me to ask him to come and do my wedding in, in 2013, in January. Mm -hmm. And so... Uh, well, like I had seen in a vision, you know, I had already seen uh, him telling me, well, uh, if uh, you move your dates to this date, then I can come uh, and do your wedding. And uh, But when I said, I shared with my pastor, I said, could this be possible? Well, he said, try it out. If it's possible, uh, then it will just happen the way, you know, God showed it to you. If it's from the Lord, mm -hmm. God will just do it the way it is. Because if God says something, it never fails. Amen. So when I wrote Brother Tim Dodd in an email and I asked him that, uh, Brother Tim, I, you know, I'm just feeling late to ask you to come and do my wedding, if that was okay in January <clears throat> 2013. Mm -hmm. So he told me, well, uh, it took a while to answer, and then he answered later, he said, uh, if you can be able to uh, move your dates uh, from, because there are some young people coming over in, in, in Uganda <clears throat> to, be, to visit Brother brother." Uh, Stephen Ibale, so if you can move your dates from this date mm -hmm. to, to March, uh, myself and my daughter can come along with the group and then uh, I can be able to do your wedding there. Mm -hmm. So I just took it as completely sovereignly from the Lord. I, I shared the testimony with my pastor. He said, well, this is from the Lord and we can just watch and see what the Lord is trying to do. <laughs> so uh, then one day, you know, brother Tim arrives, and we will come him at the airport, and then we we uh, sit in somewhere in 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 a church office, and then he just looks at me and says, "You know, brother Bass, where are you going to have your way, um, um, your honeymoon?" And then when I told him, uh, brother brother Tim, I'm not even thinking of a honeymoon <laughs> because I'm just still struggling with my wedding arrangements and all that. So really, the honeymoon is out of the picture. Yeah. So when well, he said, uh why not have your honeymoon uh, to Ethiopia? So, <laughs> brother, you can't, you can't imagine. For two to three years, I have been having a burden to go to Ethiopia. I've tried to get some contacts there. I've tried my best, but it all never worked out. Mm -hmm. And so I just left it. I didn't even have the provision for, for the finances to go there. I didn't even have anybody I knew there. Uh, the, someone I got a contact uh, of a person I tried to contact them you know they wouldn't let me come and mm -hmm. so I was just like now this is God but the team doesn't know anything but this is God amen so I told by the team uh, what had go been going through my mind and through my heart for all that time and how I had told my fiance how I told my pastor and how we were praying about this so he said well uh, just go for a honeymoon and you never know what God would do so then I started uh, later now after the wedding, we started to, I was one day I was on a computer trying to uh, book for, a, for, for an air ticket yeah. from, from uh, Entebbe, which is our international airport, to um, Addis Ababa. 
then someone called me. Uh, he's a brother in church. I, I led him to Christ. We went together to school. I think you once know about him. His name was Richard. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that brother uh, called me uh, because he, of course, I led him to Christ. We went to school together. We know each other. Mm -hmm. So then he tells me there is someone in Kenya who is trying to contact me. He says he's been trying to contact you through, through the contacts on the website, but he can't get to you. So he gave me his contacts, and then I started to talk to that brother in Kenya. Mm -hmm. His name is Jason Voroga. I have never, I have never met the brother. I don't even know his local church. Uh -huh. But he just contacted me and said, "I have a burden for ministering in Ethiopia, uh, rather to Ethiopians." And the Lord led me to go to. Uh, there is a place here in, in Kenya called uh, East Lee. It has a lot of Ethiopian refugees. Uh -huh. So he said the Lord led me to go there and minister uh, to the. Ethiopians there and the Somalis there and a bunch of Ethiopians have accepted to believe this message hmm. and would actually like to be baptized. Hmm. So he told me, uh, I don't know you, you don't know me, but I, I was just, you know, scrolling through my, uh, my, my computer on the internet and then your website popped up, the youth message site. And so hmm. I just kind of felt to, uh, as soon as I saw your photo and I saw your testimony, I just felt the Lord putting it on my heart my. to ask you to do the baptisms for the Ethiopians. Wow, that was another shocker, brother, brother Jason. The pastor <laughs> exactly. doesn't know me. He doesn't know I'm planning a trip to Ethiopia. He doesn't know anything. Wow, he, he, we have never met. Wow, but then he says God is leading me to come and and do the baptisms. Now remember uh, that after the discussion with brother Tim, uh, he actually said that well, don't worry about the uh, the expenses for your honeymoon trip. I will take care of all the expenses. Oh, uh, the Lord. So you just need to just maybe plan and uh, get something there or a hotel or something, and then we, we'll pay for everything. We'll pay for the air ticket, we'll pay for the hotel. So all you need to do is to be able to uh, to go with your wife. And so I had to find a passport for my wife. Everything uh, was arranged in yeah. place. Now we're trying to book for an air ticket. Mm -hmm. Now remember, we put two things before the Lord for mm -hmm. him to provide for financially, which he had already done. Yes. And now we, we wanted him to open a door. Not yeah. just for us to go and push ourselves into the country. And so now here is an opening door. As soon as I saw this brother calling me and talking about Ethiopians, I just knew that God was opening a door. Mm. So immediately we changed our, our trip. Instead of going direct to Ethiopia from Uganda, we came to, uh, to Ethiopia via Kenya, mm -hmm. Nairobi. Mm -hmm. We met this brother. and uh, Let's stop right there. We're, sure. we're right at the time to finish our about 20-minute uh, episode mm. of PTM Radio, and we'll start up a new one again. So I want to thank mm. everyone for listening to us uh, today on this episode of PTM Radio. Uh, once again, ptmradio.com. You can contact us at 612-293-6846, and we'll be back next week with Brother Bus to uh, continue on talking about the missionary work in Ethiopia. May the Lord richly bless you.